under your butt. I'm, of course, surprised that a story had such an immediate and profound effect upon radio listeners. Hooey pleases the boobs a great deal more than sense. Whoa, is us! We're in a lot of trouble! In politics, man must learn to rise above principle. What the hell are we doing here? We are behaving the way a superpower ought to behave. Well, our behavior has produced some crappy results. What we're witnessing now is the failure of the state. It is a death struggle for our republic. Giving voice to liberty in our time. Good evening, and welcome to the Joey Clark Radio Hour. Joining me this evening... You've heard him before. He's become a good friend, a part of the show when he can make it, when he's not out there helping people make movies. We got Seth Spotlow in the house. How you doing? Woo! Now, yeah. Seth, I was telling you uh, off air. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to get into all the dirty details as to why, but I'm working off about four hours sleep right now. You look a little more squinty than normal. Yes, yes. And it's not for, you know, it's not like I've been smoking the wacky back here or anything. I'm just tired. But here's the thing. When I get tired, and I know it's going to happen after the show tonight, (laughs) sometimes I get cranky, but I'm feeling okay in that regard. Sometimes I'm a little delirious and I say wacky things. But I know one thing for certain when I get tired. I make very poor nutrition choices. Oh, yeah. Or to put it in other words, I eat amazing food. What'd you do? I don't know. I'm trying to decide if I'm going to splurge tonight because I'm tired. And I'm feeling a little sorry for myself because I'm feeling tired. <laughs> and I still have, you know, 49 minutes left here before the long weekend. Eat some crap, dude. You deserve no, that's it. what I want to know. I want to know from you. I'm going to think about it myself. Anybody out there listening, beginning this long weekend, what do Americans do? It, let's be serious for a moment. This is Memorial Day weekend. It is to remember the fallen. You know, I, a lot of my libertarian friends might not like me saying this. But you know what? I'm a little fed up with the idea of you got to be libertarian, you got to be conservative, you got to be progressive, you got to you got to fight for the team, you got to be you know, on board, man, with the cause. Give me a break. Why can't I just be Joey and Seth can be Seth and Billy and Bob and Billy Bob can all be themselves? <laughs> Always having to hew to the political team. But when I look at the issue of war, I'm pretty much an anti-war kind of guy. One of the number one reasons is remembering the history of how many people fall in these wars. How this idea of romanticizing war ended up getting a lot of people killed, especially at the beginning of the 20th century. World War I. Um, Just go listen to Dan Carlin's podcast on Blueprint for Armageddon. Uh, I know Justin, he messaged me the other night when I mentioned hardcore history. Listen to those battles. It is hell on earth. Now, wars changed a little bit 
since then, a hundred years since then, but it's still, it can be boring and then fits of chaos. But I'll say this, as much as I might disagree with a certain policy, like a certain war that the politicians vote on and push and pursue, I'm not going to direct that towards the people who get wrapped up in it. Towards the people that will lose their lives. Especially now that we have an all-volunteer force. People sign up. They're not forced into service. There's something about truly giving yourself to that cause. And maybe Memorial Day is about that in the foremost. We have Veterans Day as well. The people who are injured, who die in the midst of war. So I respect the honor. I respect the courage. I respect the discipline so much that goes into well, serving in that regard. It's not always glamorous, not a romantic thing. I don't romanticize it. But if I think about individual people and the decisions they have to make in given situations, I respect it. But here's the thing. Whether it's Memorial Day or the 4th of July, Labor Day, and you better believe it's going to happen on the anniversary of 9-11 at some point. Now, I got this idea from the comedian Patrice O'Neill. He was mentioning 9-11 pretty fresh right after it happened. But you can take some day that the reason the day was started initially as a holiday was to remember usually some war or tragic thing that happened. And what happens as time goes on? Americans make it an excuse to congregate and to eat. It is what we are good at. We're very good at eating all sorts of foods. (laughs) So on this long Memorial Day weekend... If you're still out there listening at this strange hour, 6.15 Central Standard Time, what is your decadent dish? What's your last meal? If you're like, "Mm, I'm in a relationship with grilled chicken and salad and (laughs) asparagus and squash and healthy foods all around. What is the meal that you go, hmm, I got a feeling I'm going to cheat on that chicken tonight. <laughs> with apple pie. Mm-hmm. Now, do you go with apple pie? Are you, well, let's, let's, two seven two nine two two eight. I really, I want to hear your weird, decadent, cheat meal, like the last meal on earth you would ever have, folks. Two seven two nine two two eight. Because I'm tired. I'm going to start making poor food decisions tonight. Hopefully not as much tomorrow. I'm going to cheat for tonight, though. So let's let's divvy this up a little bit. All right. Are you a sweet tooth guy or a savory guy? I think I mean you got to you get you get one for sweet and then you get one for the meal. You know, the meal is always a stuffed chicken. Chicken stuffed with You like with stuffed something. chicken? Yeah, I love the chicken stuffed with something like usually feta that's, and that's actually pretty healthy, Seth. If, I, I, man, that's just what I like. You know, okay. I, like, I like healthy food. Yeah. I really like do. Healthy, you like healthy. I do. I mean, normally I live off of crap. So when I do something fancy, I'll, I'll stuff some chicken with some feta and some, yeah, some, some kind of green. And, oh, it's very good for you. Uh, and I, I'm a sucker for cheesecake. 
Okay, but you got to choose. You can either have something decadently savory, like salty, buttery, or you could have something decadently sweet and lusciously delicious. Which one do you choose? You can't have both. Okay, okay, I'm going for sweets. You're going for sweets. I'm going okay, for so sweets. You're a sweet guy. See, I, I had baklava yesterday. It was so see, good. See, I can turn down your baklava all day, every day. I can turn down your chocolate cake. I can turn down your Reese's cups. I can turn down your cheesecake, even though I love it. But if you put a plate of hot piping, gooey bacon cheddar fries with a side of ranch to dip it in, I have no defense for that. Can I swap that ranch out? I'm like a teenage boy in a room alone with Scarlett Johansson. I have no idea how I'm going to do. You know, I'm just happening. I'm just done. I'm Chandler Bing stuck in the ATM vestibule with Jill Goodacre. All right, like I am completely lost and just ready to, well, engage and eat those fries, baby. So I, I don't know. I'm thinking of last meals. I'm thinking of last meals. But let's go to the phones. Two seven two nine two two eight. I want to hear your weird, odd, decadent meals. It's the holiday weekend. What are you going for, folks? Is it Kaneka sausage? Are you grilling out, cooking some ribs or some barbecue or maybe a a rib roast? Mm. Mm. There's so many options out there. Are you slicing a beef femur in half and having some bone marrow really sucking in the marrow of life? I want to know. 272-9228. We have some phone calls, Seth. Let's go to them. Yeah. News talk here on there. Who's this? Hey, guys. It's just me, Leo. Hey, Lenny. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. How's your guys' day going? I'm tired. I know. Bro. I'm ready I, to eat. I feel you and all that stuff. I remember when I worked third shift and get about in the exact same thing, and I would stop at, like, uh, Awful Waffle and do, like, the... Uh, uh, all the way um, hash brown. Oh, yeah. So, so I, I feel you, brother. I really do. Uh, I misunderstood the question, but I wanted to still try. Okay. So the most decadent thing I've ever had is, so me and my wife, we went on one of those Disney cruises, right? Yeah, yeah. And, I've been on one of those. And they have this uh, this uh, cup that you can get for a family of uh, four of ice cream, right? And so in my mind, in my family's mind, it's like one scoop. So we all decide what scoops we're going to get and things like that. And we put in, you know, okay, and we go up to the line and we get our scoop. We find out, like, this thing is like a half a tub of ice cream. And so my daughter, and, and Seth probably feels me on this, so my daughter, like, takes, like, two bites of it and it's like, I'm done. My, my son eats, like, a part of it and my wife eats a part of it. And so I'm there with this mass of ice cream that's like a half a tub still. And I'm like, okay, I'm making it to the bottom. And Challenge accepted. That, that's my most decadent, like, I should be ashamed of myself for finishing that. But for the rest of the trip, I was like, look, this is my cup. This isn't your guys' cup. This is my cup. I assume you earned it. I assume you're not lactose intolerant. No, no. Thank <laughs> goodness good. I'm not, man. Because if I was, I'd been dead. But uh, I would have to say that would be like mine for me, my most decadent thing I've ever done that involves food. So, now have you ever eaten something that you know is going to mess with you? Like I knew a guy who it was just a fact: don't eat the black beans. You can have the pintone beans. You can have the refried beans. You could have black-eyed peas. You could have baked beans. But if you eat the black beans all day, every day, it's going to be a sweet little <laughs> all night. 
<laughs> and this man proceeds to have some Long Island iced teas, and it, he eats the black beans. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? What well, are you well, doing? Luckily for me, I've been blessed enough that I don't have any allergies or things like that. But, yeah, I have friends who are in the same boat. I got a guy who, uh, with seafood, right, he gets hives. And he's like, you know what? I, if I die, I die. And that's, and that's it. <laughs> every I'm time. having oysters. I'm having shrimp. Yeah, man, I'm down. Exactly. Every time we've gone to the beach with him, he's like, well, you know what? If today's the day, it's going to be a great day. <laughs> a great day to die. Yeah. For some shrimp. I know munching down on this human being might get me. Brain disease, but let's go for it. Yeah, I'm stranded on a deserted island, and, and I'm, I'm taking you out alive. Yeah, but as always, I appreciate everything you guys do, uh, Seth. I can't wait until you get your own show. Oh man, and I'm psychic. You guys just keep up the great work. Okay, appreciate, appreciate it, man. Thanks, man. Well, my brother. Like, without fail. It's like, don't eat that much French onion dip. I do the same thing. <laughs> or when you go to the movie theater and it's like, okay, I'm going to slather this popcorn in that fake butter. Oh, God. And I know it's going to destroy my stomach. And the next day... But you prepare. You get a big old tub full of, like, Tums or some sort of antacids, <laughs> and you just prepare for the worst. Or it's like, please, please, not the quick, instant baked potato soup. Don't do it, bro. <laughs> Don't. I know what happens when you do these sorts of things. When I got home last night, I mean, it was a 15-hour day. You know, I got home at 10 o'clock. what mm. I do? I sat down with a... Uh, I bought a gallon of the... Um, uh, 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 Drumstick ice cream. Oh, those are good. Oh man, no, it wasn't drumsticks. Oh, it, it was, was the ice cream. The ice cream. They take the shells and they dip it in chocolate and, and they, they crunch it all up. Yeah, and they mix and it with chocolate it? and vanilla. And boy, I I had a like a gallon. Oh, I had eaten half of it before. Great. So last night, yeah, that put me down. That sounds really, really good. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, I'm. I don't know. Really, folks, what we're talking about this evening as the weekend approaches is the deadly sin. The vice of gluttony. gluttony. It's what Americans are good at. No matter what holiday it is, we like to eat and eat a lot till it hurts. <laughs> until we pay for it. It is a great, great American tradition. And isn't it funny, though? Like, if you give in to one certain of you know, the seven deadly sins, like, if you give in to gluttony, you're probably not going to give in to lust. Because you'll be too full yeah. and tired. Yeah. It's like I'm fat and happy and sleepy. You ever seen Seven? Yes, I have. A, that's a messed up movie. It's a great movie, and it's actually scary in a disturbing way. Don't open the box. Don't open the box. <laughs> but yeah, it's. A, but we're talking about gluttony. Two seven two nine two two eight. I need advice. I'm tired. I plan on making poor food decisions this weekend. Let's help Joey get fat. Exactly. Your chin screaming. Help me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to the phones. Two seven two nine two two eight. Who's this? You're on there. Hey, this is Clint, Joey. Hey, Clint, what's up? What are you eating? Hey, my last meal would be a uh, wa uh, Burger King Whopper. Ooh. Checkers Curly Fries. Ooh. I don't know if you know Checkers. Ooh. Oh, I do know Checkers. I used to have one at Auburn, and it's like, ooh, give right. me that big Buford, baby, <laughs> with the chili. Oh, their fries are the best. They really are. And I would take a McDonald's apple pie. Ooh, fried apple pie? Yes, sir. Yeah. And then for a, a drink, the Sammy Adams Boston Lager. Mm, that's actually a good combo. I like that, Clint. I like that you're picking from the fast food joints. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if I'm on death row, I don't want a steak. I want a burger, man. Yeah. Uh, good old-fashioned American cheeseburger. It's a really good stuff. There you go. 
right, sir. Thank you for taking my call, sir. Thank you, Clint. I appreciate that call. Dad said Quincy Rolls and mm. honey butter. Oh, Quincy Rolls and honey butter. <laughs> that is a man who knows how to eat. Yeah, I he like does, that man. stuff. He really does. Again, two seven two nine two two eight. I need your gluttonous ideas. You're on there. Who's this? Hi, it's Balaki. Oh, oh, hi. How you doing, sir? I'm doing fine. Mine is a medium rare filet mignon. This is surf and turf now. Um, medium rare filet mignon, and on the other side of the plate, I want a mackerel steak. Oh, mackerel fresh caught. Oh, oh. So, I mean, that's, I mean that's you my, hear the sounds I'm making? <laughs> that would be my guilty pleasure right there. That sounds fantastic, actually. And as soon as the boss gives me a raise, I'm going to go buy one anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Do it, baby. Thank you for the call, Balaki. No problem. You guys have a great weekend. You too, man. And if folks didn't recognize it, that's the voice of News Talk. <laughs> Jeff Balaki, Jeff Blake is. Uh, we call him Balaki for fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have any AA Rons working here at the station. Ooh, we would be calling them that. Oh, let's see who this is on door number three, or line number three, excuse me. News talk here on there. Who's this? Hey, this is Eddie. Hey, Eddie. Weren't you just hey, here? How you doing? Yeah, yeah. I, got to, I get to listen to you on my way back home to Blake. Well, but aren't you a lucky about- man? Lucky. Well, no, because I'm sitting in traffic. But anyway, <laughs> I thought about your um, your your thing that you're talking about. Let's cheat on this diet. Let's do it right. Yeah, okay. I went to Birmingham, and I know you can get them around here, but I went to Birmingham. We were about half drunk in one of those bars at Five Points. We got a burger with cheese and a fried egg, but it was served on a toasted donut, a glazed donut. Ooh. Dude, that was... But did and it I was like, together? It did, all the way to the last bite. Wow. I was so surprised. That must and have... it got messy, which was good. I was fine with messy that. Messy is good. That must have been a stout yeah. donut. Yeah, it had to be flat. It wasn't a Krispy Kreme. It was like a thicker one, but just yeah. that glazy. Man, and it was it was a bomb. It, it, was, it was all that in a bag of chips. Well, and Eddie, while wow. I got you on the phone, I was actually literally about to tell folks about you. Um, you oh, had, you've well, got some you, of these great properties out there. You're showing me this list of properties you have. Um, yes. Uh, yeah, I do. I've got some great ones I left there at the uh, studio with you. Hoping we can get you in one of them. Uh, but we've got uh, a couple there on the page. you probably got more information than I do. But my favorite one that I'm really looking forward to selling to someone is that condo. Because that's going to be a great, great deal for somebody. Is that the orchard? Yeah. Uh, yeah, at the orchards. You know, it's a 55 and up community. It really is a gated community where the gates come up and down at 7 o'clock in the evening and at 7 in the morning. It's just a great community. They do so many things together. They have their community pool. They have barbecues together. They have a fitness center. Uh, you know, it's a two-car garage with a two-bedroom condo. It's just a great place. I can't say enough about it. Now, I've lived in multiple places now, Eddie. With I grew up in our current house. We had a garage. And it, yeah. I didn't realize now, I've lived in like three, four places without a garage, whether apartment or houses, and a garage is such a luxury. A two-car garage is even better. It, it really is, man, especially in the wintertime. It's cold out there. you got to go start your car and let it warm up. Not in a garage. It's the room temperature. 
Exactly. And if I'm not mistaken, you had a little bit of criminal uh, activity on your car this year. Yeah. If that would have been in the garage, mm-hmm. wouldn't have happened. Exactly. Wouldn't have happened at all. But, folks, I mean, yeah. you can get a lot of this expertise inside the latest properties, latest listings out there by giving this man on the phone a call, Eddie Bader, with the Goodson Group. You can give a call at 322-0662, 322-0662, however you want to say it, tomato, tomato, uh, O or zero. Um, Eddie, I, I appreciate you uh, calling in, and uh, I, I love. Thank you again for sponsoring the show. We've become, we're slowly becoming good friends. I like to think. Um, I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you being a sponsor, and I appreciate you uh, giving me a tip on how to uh, destroy my diet. <laughs> well, no problem, man. You guys have a great show. Love you guys. Take care, Seth. Yeah, man. You too. Thank you, Eddie. Well, we might as well hit a break here. I'm open to more food suggestions, like weird like things. You know, weird thing. I might go get some bone marrow. Dude, how, where? Tell me about this when we come back. Okay. I know exactly where. Yeah, I'm curious. I mean, you can go to any butcher shop, but I have a particular butcher in mind. And I mean, I, I got a meat place in Millbrook, you know. They'll do what it needs. No, and there's something about, it's like, I've talked about it before, like that inner caveman. Like, people said, Joey, you're much more outgoing on the air than you are in reality. In, re- in like, real life. And I admit it. I'm, I'm much more reserved in real life, especially if I have to go to a bar or a party go or somewhere. Anywhere. I'm a wallflower. And people said, Joey, if you want to meet women, then just talk how you talk on air. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know about that because... I recently opened my, my show saying, folks, you ever had a hankering to slice a beef femur in half and scoop out the marrow and <laughs> suck it down? I think if I said that to a strange woman, it probably wouldn't go over to Look well. at me. It doesn't work for me at all. Wait, you've used the bone marrow No, line? I'm just saying. Well, being we'll, we'll be right back, folks. <laughs> Clark. Oh, welcome back, folks. I was just telling Seth a crazy thing I saw. I I do like how food can be fun and interesting, like an art. A guy up in New York runs a barbecue joint, and he's gotten to where he like cures watermelons. He, it's almost like a pickling process. And so, when the watermelon pickles for a while, it looks like a ham. You know, it looks like a, a cured ham. And then he'll, like, fry it up and, and make what looks like a steak sandwich, but it's uh, watermelon. And if you've ever had salt on watermelon, it's like that, but next level, where a lot of the sweet is, is there, but it's sucked out. And it's got this briny, salty taste that mimics meat a little bit. Though, I mean, I'm not a vegan. I'm not a vegetarian. <laughs> I don't have much of a, call me callous, but I don't get all bent out of shape over like, are you going to kill that deer or are you going to kill that turkey or that hog or whatever animal in order to eat it? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm hungry. 
you're going to kill it, you better eat it. Right. Um, it is interesting how some people will get upset when you people post about how, say, they raise their own animals and rear their own livestock uh, in the sense that they harvest it, they butcher it themselves, and then they eat it. And people will get all up in arms. But if you go to a you know grocery store, a food outlet or fresh market or Publix or whatever, and you pick up a steak, nobody thinks, you know, I posted a picture of my meat the other night, and I had you know, all these reactions. Like, I mean, it's uh, it's an interesting... We're also in the South. We're also in the South. Yeah. But anything fun like that. Food is... You, you gotta... I try not to fall into this idea that it's my comfort and my treat, my reward. You ever get into that? Where it's like, I've been good this week. I've been a good boy. So I deserve a treat. I think that's a dangerous way of thinking. I don't think it's a treat. It's I, I, I worked hard. I'm going to get something good. Yeah. But in a way, it's like a reward. Yeah. And you normally eat crap. I think part of becoming an adult is like, no, I'm not getting a reward. I'm just going to do what's <laughs> right because it's right. It, I know it's good for me, so I'm going to do it. Well, you got to do something good for yourself. And if I yeah. mean, you could do many other things, but food is just one of those things that everybody enjoys. Yeah, and I think the it's also a, a habit. You get in a groove. It's that momentum, that inertia. Uh, that leads you to sort of, you know, you eat sugar, you're going to keep wanting to eat yeah. that sugar. You drink a bunch of sodas, you're going to keep drinking a bunch of soda. Once I cut that out, I used to drink a lot of soda. Cut that out, now it's mostly just water. Mm-hmm. It's all I drink. Uh, I'll occasionally have a beer or two, but I mostly, I don't crave a Dr. Pepper anymore, for instance. Yeah, I think that's a good trend. It, it's weird once you change your habit, what is the so-called treat? Yeah. Like, it does become, like, ooh, I'm going to eat this, like, mackerel steak. Oh, man. Or I'm going to eat this tuna steak. Whereas before, when I was a kid, no, I want pizza. <laughs> I want fried chicken. I want all this, oh, glorious stuff. Man, like, spicy, ultra-spicy fried chicken sounds really good right now. Anyway, we are giving into our gluttony. It's a long holiday weekend, folks, is what we're talking about. I have some weird story here about how, you know, Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park. Uh-huh. He's like, life will find a way. Yeah. And the whole premise of Jurassic Park is they can't breed because they're all females. Yeah. And he's like, no. It finds a way. Life will find a way. Well, there's a story. Uh, I have see to the, find exactly where it is. Did you see the picture of the big Jeff Goldblum with the dude leaning against him? No. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, in the movie, the one old guy, he sees the Triceratops and he runs up to him and he leans on him while he's breathing and it's yeah, going up and yeah. down. Well, they, they superimposed a, a huge shirtless Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a picture. He's one of the most, he has become such a meme. That guy, is a, he's such an interesting he's awesome. cat. And he's a brilliant jazz pianist. I heard um, about that. He's, he's pretty good. No, it's a story out of the New England Aquarium. Two baby anaconda born in an all-female adult exhibit. And they did DNA testing. And yes, these babies were born without uh, any sex. Mm. And this is apparently reptiles and certain amphibians are able to do this. They can procreate and reproduce uh, without having to do the dirty deed. Mm. Which, I mean, when you look at a snake, it's like, how is that even possible? News Talk, 93.1 FM, WACV. If you want to join in on this weird conversation. I'm running on fumes, folks. I'm a little delirious, and I'm thinking about food. So if you have any good gluttonous suggestions, give me a call, 272-9228. And we have a call right here, hopefully. News Talk here on there. Who's this? 
Good evening, you guys. Hello, Marianne. Hey. <laughs> Joey, thank you for recognizing me because you have you are just awesome, okay? Well, thank I you. I think the world of you, but Seth, I think the world of you, too. Oh, okay? thank I love you. Hearing you. And Marianne, Seth, I, I, I know you're, you're very polite, but let's skip the pleasantries. How are you going to make me fat and happy? No. What are you fatting <laughs> me up let with? Me you, let me tell you, baby. Let me tell you. My son, Mike, when he saw me make this sandwich, okay, he said, Mom, you're making your high cholesterol sandwich. Because cholesterol back then, okay? The most awesome sandwich in the world. Make yourself a hamburger, fry you a couple of slices of bacon, mm-hmm. put you a fried egg on top of it, mm-hmm. and then put you a slice of tomato between two pieces of bread. Ooh, that does sound yeah. good. And I mean, fry that bacon crispy and cook your egg how you like it, but fry the egg. I like it runny. I like it sunny yeah. side up. And then when and then they were laughing at me after an emergency ER visit for me. Okay, they were they were like, "Oh, you're gonna, your cholesterol's gonna be so." High. It came in at one fifty. Well, I hate that you had to go to the emergency room, but uh, yeah, but I do too. But I'm over that. That was twenty years ago. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah we can joke about yeah, it now. But in the meantime, Joey, the senior my, Mike was asking me. Okay, he was like, "Mom," he was like. How can then we get the football team over here for the hamburger? I'm like, there is no way I'm going to feed 80 players on a hamburger, knowing one of yours that there that there was a restaurant that used to be here that made this really huge burger, and your and your classmate ate it, and his pictures on the wall. You remember that restaurant? Uh, is it Cheeburger Cheeburger? I think so. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, I remember the one at Auburn. Yeah, but there was one here in Montgomery. Yeah, and they, it was here in Montgomery for a little while, and no. Yeah, way. and and your classmate got his picture on that wall. He and I was like, Mike, does his parents have to take out a loan to feed him? You know, I mean that guy, and I'm like, he wasn't hungry at breakfast or something. There are just some. It. You know, it's a big thing. I think we're all created equal in the eyes of God, image and likeness of God, some other crap like that. But let's be honest, there are some people just born. Like big and ready to eat. Yeah. Yes, they you know. are, and I'm dealing one, with one at home. Okay, don't worry about that part. But still, at the same time, as I see that, I'm, I'm still thinking, no, nah, man, the best thing in the world. Take your hamburger, fry that thing up in a flat and an iron skillet, fry that bacon up in there with it, get that grease on that burger, and then fry that egg and put it all together with a fresh slice of tomato between. Joey, it ain't nothing better. Oh, I like that. Uh, it's simple. It's straightforward. It sounds delicious. You guys, happy Memorial Day to both of you. I love you guys. I love listening to you. Seth, thank you for being here, and I love hearing your daughter's voice. Aww, I'll talk to you guys cool. later. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. She makes me so happy. Well, and I just want to give a shout-out to uh, Guy. A guy named Guy. I'm it's not going to give your last name. Thanks for adding me on the Book of Faces, Guy. Oh. Thanks for listening. Thanks yeah. for looking out. What do you eat, guy? I'm not sure. How do you I feel mean, about not sushi? On, on sushi? I love sushi. Yeah. It's okay. delicious. Volcano roll. What's that? It's like they take um, the, the roll, you know, and they chop it up in little pieces, and they mm. put them all flat, and then they cover it in, uh, 
what is it, shrimp and crab? Yeah. Like the shrimp and crab sauce right. that is piled on top of That all. sounds fantastic. Oh, my goodness. That sounds oh, fantastic. I was friends with the people at the Thai restaurant. It is so good. Well, and they're just, I, I got off the point a little bit ago. Have you seen this new stuff? Because I am a meat eater. I eat steak. I love seafood. I love pork. Uh, chicken. I'll eat everything. Yeah. I like meat. But have you seen these new products that are like meat substitutes and supposed to taste like meat? Like Beyond Meat is one of the brands. Beyond Meat. Have you ever tried any of that stuff? I mean, I've had soy burgers. Yeah, what would you think of those? It's not meat. They tried. <laughs> it's not meat. <laughs> it's a good shot, you know? Yeah. Well, I'd Eat rather, forever. instead of tofu or some, I you know, the portobello, like, burgers oh, that, are great. That's a you, different level. That's not You just not take fake. a, and, you, you know, you soak that you, bad boy in Worcestershire or yeah. Worcestershire, however you say Worcestershire that word. Worcestershire and some mushroom, and a mushroom has can kind of have the consistency of a mm-hmm. piece of meat. Mm-hmm. And it's there. It's, I mean, it has, it's it's got toughness to it, not like fake meat. Right. Oh, I'm just hungry, folks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just absolutely, absolutely hungry. But uh, so, how's how's Rose doing? She's good, man. I uh, um, I had to leave really early yesterday morning, so mm-hmm. I had the daycare lady come over at like five thirty in the morning to take her to school. Yeah, the little one's doing good. She's still got little burns on the back of her legs. She had fun once she figured out what the mic was about. She was down for it, and it sucked because she figured out right at the end. <laughs> right, I know, I know. But that was cool that she figured it out. She's adorable, and I mean, her going two, going on three years old. Uh, that's, I mean, it's just heartwarming. She gave him a hug when she laughed, said bye. It's just, and it's sweet. You know, it warms your heart. You know, I I did this a while back. Because I can really be a cynical SOB. Yeah, but something like that, little people. I got invited to read to a class. My God, wait. Really? Wait. Ding, ding, ding. about meat that ain't meat. I wasn't going to come by this evening, but that is heresy. Yeah, I know. I was asking people's opinion. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> ladies dun, dun, dun. and gentlemen, I, I am very excited to announce that we have in the studio right now. You might recognize his voice because he's on these airwaves enough as it is, but I like having him on. <laughs> I like having him on a great deal. So, without further ado, I want to welcome to the closing moments of the Joey Clark Radio Hour. Some might know him as 84. Others might know him as Southern Wood. But I want to announce him as he once was known in his glory days on the hardwood court. Welcome to the microphone. Clay the Hammer! How you doing, Southernwood? Well done, Joey. <laughs> Hardwood <Yeah>. court. <laughs> yeah. How's that court treating you? Hey, uh, I, I was pretty... Shin splints. That's how it's treating I was pretty tight on the uh, old hardwood there, uh, Seth. So, are you going to help me in my search for gluttony? What's your food of choice? Yeah, what's your uh, your guilty pleasure? You in have terms a tattoo. Uh... Hey, sun's out, guns out, man. <laughs> Are we doing that right now? Sun's out, guns out. The, uh, out the sleeves. Probably, it, it, it's it's really weird. We call them dang quesadillas. 
dang quesadillas. Yeah, you ever seen uh, what's uh, what's that show with uh, Napoleon Dynamite? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Make yourself a dang quesadilla. <laughs> and so we started making quesadillas, and and so Lauren and I, we have gotten to the point. That's what we call them: is dang quesadillas. Oh, or case quesadillas, I think is how she refers to them. But it I mean it's just it's very simple. It's chicken, and and believe it or not, it's chicken. Mm-hmm. And then you, you know your onions and your bell peppers and your onions and man alive, they are they're great. That I mean that good. that would be like my last meal. You take them, you you put them in on a quesadilla shell. Put them in a cast iron skillet. You put lime juice on them. Rub them with butter. Mm-hmm. Flip them over. Ooh. Blister them on both sides. Ooh. Melt the cheese and everything in them. Cut them with a pizza cutter and make your stuff. Man, so, that sounds good. It, it, it's probably what I'm going to eat for supper tonight. I need to make you some time, and I discovered this in college. Kaneka rotisserie chicken tacos. You shred your rotisserie chicken skin as well as, you know, your breast and your dark meat. And then you dice okay. your Kaneka very fine. Like, you cut the Kaneka up very small in the little t- cubes, essentially. Small as you really can get Kaneka without it, you know, getting all torn up. And then you treat that, your shredded rotisserie chicken and your diced Kaneka, like normal taco meat. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I swear. Mm. If you want to make it a little spicy. Now, the perfect dang quesadillas is you have to, it's is, is a little involved, but you make a double drunk bourbon brine chicken. Oh, yeah. Yeah, beer chicken's so good, man. And then, you but you brine the chicken in bourbon. And then you beer can cook the you chicken. You going with Jack Daniels or Crazy Willie? Or no, wild turkey. Wild turkey, thank you, sir. Come on, You ever dude. had trash can chicken? Trash can. Trash can chicken is great. Okay, so you take and you, you put tinfoil on the ground and you put you wrap a steak, like a, like a wood steak in tinfoil and you shove it in the ground. Mm-hmm. And then you put the chicken on the steak in right. the ground. Okay. And then you have a bunch of coals that have already... Turn color and are all nice and hot. You cover it with a brand new metal trash can. You put the coals around the outside of the trash can. Oh, so it's kind of indirect heat? Yeah. It's cooking it slowly? Yep. Ooh, low and slow. You notice with poultry, you have to do something to poultry to make it edible. (laughs) Or it's just bland. You You take a piece of meat and it's like, eat it. It right. is dumb. Well, yeah, red meat's <laughs> unreal. Fish too. Fish is also incredible. Fish. I've I've gotten into fish lately. Uh, my number three mm-hmm. nanny. She has gotten me into fish. And uh, one of the guys at work for us, he went deep sea fishing and caught some tuna. Yeah. And he brought back some blue and yellow fin tuna. And I I can't remember. I think it was the blue fin is is the better cut of meat. But he brought it back. We just sliced that mess up and <laughs> ate it raw. Yeah, yeah well, it's good. You see, you didn't have to dump me again. But uh, I again. went by a little. I went. Yeah, I got slicking. I said an ugly word the other night. Mm-hmm. But I went by a Chinese restaurant, that uh, <laughs> little takeout place, and I just got a box of good steamed rice. Yeah, and took it home, and and Annie. 
and and myself, we just sat there, and I thinly sliced that tuna, and we wrapped it and put a little sauce on it, whatever right. whatever you wanted, you know, some. Uh, uh, it wasn't eel sauce. What? Uh, well, it may, have, it may it may have been eel sauce, mm-hmm. but it just a little tiny bit of sauce and just ball the rice up and eat it. Oh, and and oh. I eel sauce is where it's at. Never Man. ever thought I would be a fan of that. And but I mean, I have fallen in love. I, that's the coolest thing that's yeah. happened in say in my lifetime, the last thirty years. One of the coolest things that's happened is American cuisine. I mean, you, the, we've always had like good pieces of meat, like steak, that sort of sure. thing. Sure, but American cuisine in the last few decades has just gone gangbusters. I mean, you used to have to go to other parts of the world to get really top-notch food. You can, you're now going to New York. I mean, you're going to the South. The people are starting to appreciate Southern barbecue all over the world. Like, how good that stuff is. Nothing tastes like I mean, what it tastes like around here. Right. Or, I mean, there are places, like, I, I don't even know of it around here, where you're doing, like, whole hog, slow and low with coals oh, cooking. man. That sort of stuff. I love some of that pigskin, that crackling. It's so good. Now, now the both of you experienced a cookout at my house last yeah. weekend. Yeah. And it, it was good. It was very good. That was good. That was a boil. That wasn't a cookout. Yeah. Right. Yeah. First time I ever did that. Ever. It was awesome. Yeah, it was good. Never, it was very never good. done it before. You made me sweat. People said it was spicy. Never. I could have gone spicier. You know me. That's, I mean, I wanted to chunk a handful, of, but but I, you have to consider the Thanks audience. Thanks for not. Right. I, everybody you know. can't be on Joey Spice Lord level. I was sweating. You have not had my barbecue yet. Mm. You will. Will I one day? It's your specialty ribs or brisket or barbecue chicken or what are you going with? Yes. <laughs> all of it. All of it. All of the above. Now, you, you, you name it, I can barbecue it. Now, okay, we were talking about these meat substitutes. I don't know about the soy plant-based crap, but Run. have you seen, they now have stuff where apparently they can construct like meat molecules. So it really is like meat just being produced in a lab. I'd be willing to try that. It's called fungus. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is wrong. Yeah, I just I don't understand the no the hang down. up, Joey. Sit down. Your fake news. Sit down. Yeah, you fake me. No, <laughs> you are very fake news. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't understand though the hang up on on meat. It's like it's such a, it's such a human thing. Like sitting around the fire, like you've got some meat. And you're cooking it, and you're staring at the fire, and you're waiting for the meat to render down. I mean, that has to be a thousand-year-old story right there. Caveman. Well, I'm just thinking of, like, God, you know, that dude (laughs) that created the universe. And when Noah Noah got off the ark, he's a very cool dude. He's the the coolest of all cool. Do you hear me, me, God? You are the coolest of all cool. Wait, I don't want what Seth just said to go by. In The Simpsons, the only character with five fingers is God. Yeah. (laughs) You like that? That show's brilliant. Yeah, it really is. The only character that has five fingers is God. Uh, That's how cool he was. And when Noah got off the ark, he was like, hey, Noah, dude, y'all can eat the animals now. And Noah, I can just see him doing a fist bump. <laughs> that's why we only created like the Sistine Chapel. He's like, 
Elohim, pow! <laughs> we got can a little eat this unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, if people want to live how they want to live, that's fine. I mean, would you do an all carnivore diet though? Some people are doing that. Where all they they're no. not no veggies. Not, all they you. eat is meat. It's got to be nope, bad for you. Not me. I, well, I wouldn't personally. I wouldn't have a problem if if you well, told me yesterday it, right? yeah. that you know, hey, I've decided to do this. I wouldn't have a problem with it. But now, me personally, I like the variety, and and where you you've got everything. Yeah. And y'all were talking earlier, I think about sweet versus savory. Yes. Yes. I would prefer savory. Likewise. But I'm not. Don't have any biases against sweets. I make a. Hell of a daggum chocolate cherry covered yeah, cheesecake. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was wondering where you're going. And man, man, I, for a second, I thought you were talking about lust, not yeah, God. Yeah. Oh, no. What have you been doing to Rowena? <laughs> we can't talk about that one there. The, uh, but no, I'm, I'm, I make a great cheesecake. Yeah. But that's kind of my sweetness factor is And cheesecake isn't crazy sweet. Because right. it's it's bitter cuz it's it's, it's dark chocolate. So it, it You know something I haven't had in ages that is it's a southern thing. It's fantastic is a Coca-Cola cake. That stuff what? is unreal. Never had that. I had a seven ups cake or a sprite cake or something like that. I had a cuz you're going to make me cry now. I I was at her house uh last week. And she's recently passed. Yeah. Now, she was like 80, 50, 11 years old. I mean, she was right. out there. But every time I went to Miss Murtis's house, every single time, she would waddle back to her freezer <laughs> and she would say, no, I'm serious. I mean, yeah, no, that's cool. The waddle's funny, though. I mean, she... She liked to eat. She would waddle back to her, to her freezer and she would say, she would say, come here, honey, come here, honey, come here. Let me give you one of these to take home. How many youngins you got? And I say, I got four. And she's like, oh, let me give you two of them then. And she always gave me a Coca-Cola cake. Yeah. And that's the only time I've ever eaten one. I'm like you, Seth. I didn't know what they were. And I took them home because customers sometimes... Sometimes give you things that oh, uh, end up. Uh, it's like a laxative. Sophie ends uh, up eating them. Okay, <laughs> sure. Okay, yeah, it's good enough for the dog. All right. But but they were they were delicious and and when I walked into uh, her house and I thought, damn, she's never gonna you know give me another Coca Cola cake. And it, and it really touched me. I love my customers. Yeah. Well, and, and sharing food is one of the most intimate ways to get mm-hmm. to know somebody. I'll never have that again. Appreciate you sharing. No. But you have last the memories. Weekend so and, uh, just got to remember. Yeah. Good point, Seth. Well, we've been talking food because that's what people do on an American holiday. We remember the important things, but we also enjoy our food and our the fruits of our labor and our freedoms. And look it up, folks. Enjoy the weekend. Thank you all for joining me. I'll be back on Tuesday. Joey Clark.